I'm your host, Mike Luke, Locked On Wildcats. We have got a lot to get to this show. Arizona balls out in Las Vegas against the Indiana Hoosiers. What it, how it happened, what it means going forward, all kinds of good stuff. Let's get started here on Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for keeping it Locked On Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, we got a lot to get to this show. But first and foremost, we are going to talk about the butt whooping that the Arizona Wildcats uh, dispensed on ASU. Arizona wins, Arizona wins, uh, excuse me, uh, 89 to 75. And what was amazing about this game there is that this game wasn't really even that close. I mean, well, it was that close. I'm going to, I'm not going to say that it wasn't, but it was a, uh, this was a game where Arizona was pretty much able to hold Indiana at arm's length. And you might say, well, how did Arizona go about doing it? And let's talk about it. First, a big, big reason for this victory was the two the two big men up front. Umar Ballo and Azulis Tabellis have become next level type big men in the vein where you watch them and you think to yourself that is this maybe the best big man duo in uh, school history? And there's been some really good ones. Think Lauren Woods, Michael Wright, uh, Tom Tolbert, AC. Um, Sean Rooks, Brian Williams. There's been some really good ones. But this one right here, I mean, these guys are putting up 20 and 10 pretty much every single night, both of them. And that is a big testament to what Tommy Lloyd and his coaching staff have been able to do. Um, One thing that I do find very intriguing about this team is that I think at this point it's fair to say that Arizona has the best front court in college basketball. I don't even think it's close be honest with you. I think this is a this is a team that right now um, they go into every single game knowing that they can beat um, any team basically just up front with uh, the big men that they have and what they've been able to do. It's truly unique. Um, you don't see this a lot in college basketball, especially with the way that everybody is, you know, the, the way that everybody is constructed, you generally don't see that. So again, um, big, big kudos to both of them and to Umar Ballo, especially big Umar has been absolutely amazing. He has been the player that I think a lot of guys or a lot of people had no clue what to really expect, but he has been, he has been a next level player for Arizona And I think that's going to continue for him. I think this is going to be a guy that's going to be in the uh, discussion for all conference, for uh, all American, just a lot of different things to really like about him. And he's shown time in and time again that he is uh, what you're seeing right now is a guy who is uh, really shown that he's ready to make that all American leap. And a lot of times, um, that just doesn't happen, and it's happened in a big way with Umar Ballo. So, again, big props to him. Azulis Tabellis, 
you know, we know the whole story with uh, the NCAA tournament last year. He didn't really, um, he didn't, you know, he didn't play well. There's no doubt about it. And quite frankly, he shrunk in the moment. But right now, there's also a, it's, I think it's pretty easy to see that he's over that. Now, again, you won't be able to fully exercise all of these demons until the NCAA tournament, but so far, so good. He is really, uh, he's shown that, um, he's shown that he is a, he's a guy who is going to be a player that will, I think at this stage, you got to like him and you, you got to say that he's, he's done everything that he can. So again, we'll, fi- we'll find out about that one. Um, all right. Now on the perimeter, then a Julius Tabellis. Let's talk a little bit about, I mean, excuse me, uh, Pella Larson. Let's talk a little bit of Pella Larson because Pellison, my bad Pella, you all know the drill on this one. My bad Pella is, um, this was the first game where you watched him and you said to yourself, yeah, he's not trying too hard. He's not trying to do things that he can't do. He's just playing Pella Larson basketball. And if he's just playing Pella Larson basketball, that means that he's going to be playing good defense. He's going to be getting to the hoop off one or two dribbles max. And he's going to be finishing and he's going to be playing his trademark good defense. And when he does that, everything is good for him. Um, And you saw that 16 points off five and nine shooting, uh, really good defense, as we all know. And he just, he didn't do things that were outside of his range. He didn't do things that were outside of his lane. And I think that's something that if you're Arizona, you've got to be ecstatic about. Because again, he's a good player. We know this. Um, He's shown it. If he can play like he, if he can play like he did against uh, Indiana, Arizona is going to be a massive problem for essentially anyone. Not that they already aren't, but it's going to be a real uh, it's going to be a real problem for him. Now, when it comes to uh, when it comes to um, the rest of this squad, uh, Kirk Risa, there were a lot of questions about Kirk Risa going into the season. What uh, you know, would he ever be able to really push that shooting percentage up? Would he ever really be able to get where he's shooting 40% from the field, something like that? And he's been able to do that. He's not only has he been able to do that, he's been able to lead the show. Now, again, he's never going to be a guy that's really going to be finishing around the hoop. That's not, uh, that's not really his thing, but you know, it's okay. That does, he doesn't need to always be that guy. He needs to continue to do what he's doing. And he's getting seven to eight, seven to eight to nine assists per game. 7.7 assists is some really, really impressive stuff and something that you generally don't see. Even at Arizona, that would be an all time record. So he just needs to continue to do what he's doing out there and be in that little irritant that, you know, I think drives a lot of people crazy. But he is, um, He's he's really stepped his game up in a big way. And Courtney Ramey, big fan of Courtney Ramey. Love what he's been able to do. The thing that's great about Courtney Ramey is he's just kind of there for what you need. You don't necessarily need him to be, you know, if you need him to, if you need him to get 20 points per game, he can get you 20 points. But if you need to, if you need him to play a little bit of defense, he can play a little bit of defense as well. If you need him to be kind of that jack of all trades, he can be that jack of all trades as well. So um, he didn't have a huge game, 
against Indiana, but they didn't need him to have a huge game. And I think that's what some people need to, uh, I think that's what some people need to remember here is that he just needs to continue to do what he is doing out there. And if he does that, Arizona is going to be in really, really good shape. The starting five, I don't think you can really, the starting five, I don't think that you can really, you know, uh, emphasize enough just how good they were. Now we're going to get to the bench here in a second because the bench had some really, really good performances as well. Um, But this starting five is one of the best starting fives in all of college basketball. And that is a big, big tip of the cap to Tommy Lloyd, affectionately called the Tommy, uh, the Tommy gun on this, on this show. But he said before the year that he, you know, he expected this to be a good team. Now, Let's talk a little bit on the uh, perimeter. Let's talk a little bit as far as a uh, uh, bench goes. Adama Ball, the Adama Ball sighting. I am a huge Adama Ball fan. Um, listen, there are certain things that he's not great at right now. You can watch Adama and you can see pretty quickly that the handle is a little bit too loose. You know, I'm not, not really breaking any news there. Needs to get a little tighter with the handle. But, you know, he can shoot the ball. He, you, know, you look at it three for th- three for four from three point range, um, just able to do a little bit of everything out there. And he's so long that he's got the ability to become a defensive stopper, I believe, at some point in his career. And that point might be sooner than later, honestly, because you watch how long he is. He's wiry strong as well, which is a very, you know, a very nice quality that he brings to the table. And just a just an impressive, impressive performance for him. I think people also need to remember, and we've talked about this a great deal, but you got to remember, he's also he's also a young dude. He's also at 80%, you know, um, he's should be a freshman academically right now. I mean, that's something that uh, you got you gotta remember. He should be a freshman right now. And that's going to be a uh, that will always be something to uh that will will uh you know it's just going to be kind of the way that it, kind of the way that it is but if he were to take a red shirt year this year and again I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself but you know what I'm excited I am going to get a little bit ahead of myself right here if he's able to take a little bit of just kind of a step back freshman year or excuse me he could come back as a 21 year old in the best shape that he's been in and a guy who will be in, who will just be strong who will be ready to rock and roll I'm again. I'm a huge fan, huge fan of where uh, where everybody is, and um, I think right now you've got to say to yourself that you know Arizona is uh, Arizona is in really really good shape. Now you look at the sixth. Uh, you look at um, uh, you look at the sixth man, Cedric Henderson. He has been he has been fantastic. Pretty much all the uh, he's been fantastic all the way around. Um, he, the thing that's a thing that's great about said is he is the thing that's great about said is that he just kind of knows what he needs to do. And, um, when he, when he plays the way that he can, he can, uh, you know, he can do what he needs to do again. Um, he's a, he's a good, he's a good defensive player. He is a good, um, He's a good defensive player. He is a guy who, you know, can make the three. He's shown that he can make the three, and um, he's sh- not only has he shown that he's not only has he shown that he can make the three. 
He's made it consistently time and time again. And um, right now, I think that uh, you got to be pretty ecstatic with uh, you got to be pretty ecstatic with where uh, where he is and that seven man rotation. Um, now, when it comes to when it comes to uh, the rest, you watch and you see to yourself. Um, there's a uh, uh there's a we're I think we're at a point now where um I think we're at the point now where um Henry Vasar, you know that he's gonna be a little bit he's gonna be, you know, a it's gonna take a little bit of time. He's just that's just kind of the way that's just kind of the way it is. But defensively, he is super, super active. You love that out there. And um I think at this point, you're also like, all right, well, um, he's he's a big he's he's definitely a benefit out there. Now we're going to talk a little bit of recruiting right here in the LinkedIn segment. All right, LinkedIn. This is the place that you go. You can get all of your jobs um, from get your applicants you need for free. Post your job for free. Uh, LinkedIn.com backslash locked on college. Um, it works again. I'm not telling you anything that it, uh, that you don't already know, but everybody's gotten jobs through LinkedIn. You probably know people that have gotten jobs through LinkedIn. Check it out again. The reason that people use LinkedIn is because it works. All right. Now, recruiting wise, we're going to talk a little bit of Arizona football here, and then we're going to get back to Arizona basketball. There is some news right here. Trey Spivey, uh, six foot three, big man. Um, anyone? Uh, you know, Trey Spivey, 6'3", big man, he, uh, or six, excuse me, 6'3", wide receiver. Arizona's been on for a long time. Looks like he might be trending in the Kansas State direction. But don't worry because then you've got a guy in Malachi Nelson who is going to be um, who Arizona really likes. They're having an in-home, hoping that they can get him. And if they could get him, that would be a big, big get because, again, um, He's a pretty highly rated guy, and not only is he a pretty highly rated guy, he fits right in. Jed Fish likes getting bigger players and their bigger wide receivers. He fits right in with what they want to do. We will certainly keep you in the uh, we'll keep you in the loop on everything that happens there. All right, now we are going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with you, and we're going to talk a little bit more of Arizona basketball and what it means going forward and getting you ready for tomorrow. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now let's talk about what this. Uh, let's talk. Oh, one more guy too that we got to talk a little bit about. Well, Dill, I think I think we're kind of at the point with Kylan Boswell and Dylan Anderson where you know that both of these guys are. You you know that both of these guys are. They're going to get there. They're going to be good. It's just going to take a little bit of time. And you know what? That's okay. Um, you know, it's going to take a little bit of time, and that is, quite frankly, that's uh, that that is okay. Um, I'm at the point now, though, where you know you look at these guys and you're thinking big picture for them. And when you think big picture for them, that um, when you're thinking big picture, you're you're saying. 
you're thinking that, all right, it's just going to, you know, these guys are going to be in it for the long haul. And that is more than okay. That is more than okay that they are in it for the long haul. And again, these are guys that I think next year they should be both really, really good. It's just, again, it's going to take them a little bit of time. But there's nobody on this roster that I look at and I say, oh, you know, that's those are guys that can't play. They're not good enough. Those guys don't exist on that roster, and that is a good thing. Um, now, what this means for Arizona going forward, there's all kinds of different things that it means for Arizona going forward. First and foremost, um, Arizona should be high. Uh, should this moves them up one spot in the rankings? It made me chuckle a little bit when I saw that it moved them up in the rankings one spot because they probably should be a little bit higher than that. Um, now, when when I watch this team, they look to me like a top ten team. There's uh, not only do they look like a top ten team, they look maybe closer to top five at times. And I go again. They're less than ideal in certain avenues. You know, it's not a great athletic team. But again, I'm not really breaking any news right there. Um, but every team out there has every team out there has some question marks, some qualms. And Arizona's one of those teams. But Arizona's now got three good wins. I know San Diego State and Creighton have not looked good. That's that's just kind of the way it is. I get all of that. But you're also watching a team too that's going to be able to, you know, beat some teams along the way. Now, the rest of what we're looking at right now is um, where Arizona going forward. You got a Tennessee game coming up. A that in Tennessee is going to be a big time matchup for Arizona for a variety of reasons. First, it's going to be a top five, top five type team coming in here into McHale. Arizona is going to have a little bit of. I think revenge on their mind is probably a fair way to put it. And that's more than okay. You're going to have a little bit of revenge. And I think that at this stage, that's, um, that's okay. Now, Tennessee is more of a physical, uh, you know, team that got in there and Arizona had some real problems with them last year, uh, as far as turning the ball over, getting physical and whatnot. Um, this will be a good way to be able to uh, check, uh, see where they're at right now. Okay. Now, let me tell you about Simplest Safe. Um, ever worried about, you know, if you're ever worried about uh, your house, where everything needs, or, you know, your house, where uh, your safety, check out Simplest Safe. I use it. I know a lot of people that use it. And what's great about it, too, is it gives you that reassurance. It gives you that, uh, that frame of mind that, yes, um, I am going to be protected. I am in a good spot right now. And Simplest Safe does that. Check it out again. Simple Safe. Um, they will get you totally covered on everything, and not only will they get you totally covered on everything, it's going to be a spot where, um, it's going to be a spot uh, where, um, uh, they can make it. They can help you out and keep you safe. Again, peace of mind. Check it out. Simple Safe backslash locked on college. Let's take a quick break. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now we're going to talk tomorrow about um, uh, we're going to talk tomorrow about Arizona, what this win means and what this means for NCAA tournament, um, uh, NCAA tournament uh, uh, ramifications and all of that stuff. But again, have a happy Monday. Really appreciate all of you. 
Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke, and we'll be back with you tomorrow.